This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Tom Stevens, Mike Melby, final segment, Husker Rewind, every Sunday, 5 to 7. In the NFL, your Cowboys look good today. My Vikings look bad to start. Cousins threw a pick six, but they did come back and win the game over the the Panthers. Bad football team. They have yet to win a game. Jags over the Falcons, 23-7. The Dolphins scored 70 last week and 20 this week. Uh, so the, you're saying they're averaging 45 points a game. That's right. Uh, the Bills beat them up and beat them up bad. Uh, 48 to 20. The Broncos, who had 70 scored on them last week, win this week over the Bears. That'll do it. You just play the Bears and you'll get a win. 20 or uh, 31 to 28. Ravens over the Browns. You had the Texans beating the Steelers. Rams over the Colts in overtime. Buccaneers Shut out the Saints. No, the, not shut out, but they did beat the Saints 26-9. to It was the Eagles over the Commanders in overtime. Other games, uh, Bengals. Boy, they are struggling. Uh, Joe Burrow yeah. in the game. Titans beat them 27-3. to Chargers over the Raiders 24-17. Cowboys 38-3 today over the Patriots. 49ers 35 and the Cardinals 16. Nice. So there you go. So you just said we were talking about, you know, like afterwards, whatever. Sometimes we go get food. Sometimes we don't. Uh, and you're like, I got to go get food, but I forgot my wallet. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to get home. I've been fighting some stuff and yeah. just kind of, I finally got a little bit of sleep, but um, I had Portillo's. Now what is Portillo's? I, I would say that, that they're not an advertiser here, but they never will be because they're based in Chicago. They have like 50 locations in and around the Chicago Metro area. It is, they sell, it's a, it's it, an Italian beef sandwich. Ooh. And it is slow roasted, uh, roast. It is shaved, super thin, and the bread is a concoction that I have no idea how it is made. Where are they located? They're in Chicago. There's like 50 locations, but okay. you can order it online, and they will ship it to you in a styrofoam container, second day air. And it, 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 I, that's where I get it. So you I order food online from Chicago. That's crazy. But when one of these days, I will have you over to have one of these Portillo's yeah. uh, Italian hot beef sandwiches. I don't think I've ever ordered food oh, online it is, from Chicago. It is another level of, oh my gosh. Like, I, I, I want to contact them and see if I can, mm. like, franchise and put it here in Lincoln. Wow, that good. It, yeah. I could eat it every day. It is it is amazing. Have you ever tried Lou Malinati's? I think it's Lou Malinati's uh, pizza in Chicago. Great stuff. I have heard of it. I have deep heard dish. that exact thing, that it's great and you should deep, try it. Oh, it's it's the best. Uh, went there. Heidi and I were going every year that they had the Big Ten tournament in Chicago. Uh, it's right around St. Patrick's Day, but we would get their pizza, and it was just just have it ordered to the hotel room, and it was just amazing. Lou Maninati's. Maninati's, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Um what were we going to do to round up? Oh, we were going to talk about uh, Nebraska. The, let's we wanted to do the Michigan. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that that's the program that Rule picked that he wanted to model. And it makes sense. I mean, they're the number two team in the country. He says he wants to run the football. They have used a fullback in the past. They Did they still use a – I didn't see them use a fullback no. this weekend. No, they, they, they um, don't. But they don't – I mean, and there, there are differences. He said he would like to run a little more option than Michigan – does but they do have a mobile quarterback a dual threat five star jj mccarthy um nebraska doesn't have any of the things that michigan has but he says he wants to model that program yeah that's 
I think back to when Dabo Sweeney interviewed for, and he's told the story when he was interviewing for the head coaching job at Clemson, and he said, the, the athletic director is like, so how are you going to turn us into Alabama? And he goes, I don't want to turn us into Alabama. I want to turn us into Clemson. I want people wanting to emulate our program. Right. And, and I like that attitude. And I, I, so Matt Rule saying, hey, I want to go be the best team in the Big Ten. Great. I, if that's the way you want to win, that's the style you want to play, I but, got no problem with it. But some people would say Ohio State's the best team in the Big Ten. He didn't say Ohio State. Well, I get it. But he doesn't want to play that way. Because Ohio State doesn't ground and pound and run the ball down your throat and dominate at the line of scrimmage. Ohio State is a high-flying offense. And unless you have a, a super-duper top-of-the-line quarterback, granted, you're going to have a bunch of five-stars if, if Nebraska gets back to that point. But that offense in November, 30-degree day, 30-mile-an-hour wind, so you better why would be, you, able, to, you better why be would able to run the ball. But it sounds like you have a little bit of a problem saying, hey, let's model after Michigan. I, it, I don't. I just like Davo Sweeney going back 15 years now, but Dabo Sweeney's comment of, I don't want to try to emulate anybody. I want to build us into a powerhouse that other programs try to emulate. Well, I think, And then of, lay out the blueprint for it, of course. One of the things that I think that Matt Rule has done that not all coaches recently have done is talk to Tom Osborne. Uh, yeah, Bob very De- true. If Bob Devaney's not around, or they probably do that as well. And I'm sure Tom Osborne spent a lot of time. I know he did. He was his offensive coordinator. He spent a lot of time around Bob Devaney. So he knew how the program was built because he was there when it was being built. But, I mean, he's here. He lives here. He goes to a lot of practices. You should talk to Tom Osborne about what works in Nebraska. Hey, there's a lot of wind. Running tends to work. You want to maybe melt a little clock, control time of possession, beat teams up in the fourth quarter, hopefully be the more physical team. A lot of the same things that Michigan is doing, Nebraska's already done. He's saying, I want to model after Michigan, but really he's saying, I want to model after what Nebraska has done in the past. Yeah, it really is. Really, really, truly yeah. is. Um, some some Big Ten news I forgot. I was going to get to it earlier today, and, and a big thanks to Walt, uh, Walter on the Sutter Heyman text line for pointing it out. 402-464-5685. That is the Sutter Heyman text line and the Honda Lincoln hotline. But if, uh, Walt Bell, offensive coordinator at Indiana, was fired earlier today as they, uh, again, failed to put up more than 17 points against a, a Power 5 school. But uh, Tom Allen's done at the end of the year, so you might as well just start cleaning out your coaches uh, yeah. while you can because there's no way you're I, – I didn't think he was going to make it uh, last it, year. Is Tom Allen the only coach that will get fired from the Big Ten this year, do you think? Oh, good. Well, Northwestern's going to have a new coach next well, year. Well, that's right. They've already so, fired. Yeah, so um, – um, Mel Tucker's already been and fired. And I was going to say, and Michigan State is going to have one. So Anybody else? Is uh, – gosh. Brett Bielema's safe. Uh, yeah, Bielema's safe. You know Rule's safe. You know Ryan Walters is safe. PJ is not going anywhere. Kirk's not going anywhere unless if Kirk Ferentz fails to fire his son, <laughs> then I think the AD ought to fire Kirk Ferentz, but he's got too much power there. Yeah, I think that's it. I think I think Tom Allen is the only guy in the Big Ten that has not already lost his job that loses his job this offseason. I have a get off my lawn nominee. Okay. I, I do one uh, we do one usually every week. Get off my lawn. Rory McElroy can get off my lawn. I just don't love the guy. I, I know everybody loves Rory, and he's one of the more popular guys in golf. But he was apparently really upset with Joe LaCava because he celebrated too much during the made putt um, in the Ryder Cup by Patrick Cantley. Cat- Cantley makes a 43-foot putt, and you know he celebrates, and Pat and LaCava does as well. And it, 
it pissed off, among other things. Apparently, there was a parking lot incident afterwards, and Rory had to be separated. I I like the fact in the Ryder Cup that you can finally cheer. There's an unwritten rule in golf that you can't cheer too much. But in the Ryder Cup, you can. You can celebrate. I like that. But he apparently had a problem with LaCava celebrating. Apparently, the player can celebrate, but the caddy can't. I don't know. Got it. You've got a you've had a problem with Rory for a long time. I like Rory. I what I've heard from about Patrick Cantlay this week. Um, that's, that's he wasn't a, wearing a hat because he wasn't getting paid to wear a hat. Well, and, maybe that was part of it as well. I don't know. I don't know. I I just that it's it, it's it's very fitting uh, that he is. Uh, I, Here, I'm just I'm not going to say it, but yeah. I, here's the reason I I've never really loved Rory. I think he's a good guy, but I've never really loved him. And since he's retracted the statement, first of all, he, he said he didn't like the Ryder Cup before. He, he could live or die with. He, he could live without it. And uh, now he's become a big fan of the Ryder Cup. But before he said he didn't really want to play on the Ryder Cup team. It, it just wasn't that big of a deal to him. But he he once said that he wasn't a big fan of golf. And I'm like, come on. He's like, I do it because I'm great at it, but I don't really love it. So what's and wrong with that? I just don't. I mean, I think that if you don't love it, I mean, go do something else. He's, he's Taylor Martinez. That's true. <clears throat> a little bit. So, yeah, it might get off the lawn is personal. And there's only a handful of people that would know what I'm talking about. But I had an interesting week this week. Yeah. And there's a reason my week was interesting. And it was due to the failure of a group of people. And that that group of people with the one with their leader specifically can get off my lawn. That's right. Get off. Yeah. Get off get Mike's off my lawn. lawn. Another good show, Mike. Uh, enjoy doing Husker Rewind with oh, you every so Sunday. Uh, there's a lot of things we could have talked about, but uh, I think we got most of them in. And I can't wait because I think this is going to be a big win this week. However, I will not be here next week. No, I think Austin's going to jump in. Um, no. You go spend some time with your lovely wife yep. and yep. have some uh, have some fun. And then uh, Austin and I will uh, talk about the, the Nebraska win and whether it means a whole lot because it was against an Illinois team that has looked so poor this this year? I think every win on the schedule, any any win Nebraska gets is a big win. <laughs> we'll I, take anything. I, I, think the, I still think they can get to six. Well, and last time I checked, Austin is a bit of a college basketball fan as well, and All basketball right. in general, so we, we, may, we may delve a little deeper into the Nebraska basketball uh, side of things, too. I'm definitely excited to watch uh, Huskers on Friday night. I, I like the Friday night thing. I, I really do. I think, you know, there's... At one time, people thought you can't play on Friday night because that's the high school night. And a lot of people still feel that way, that that's the night that should be dedicated for high school football. But I think college football on Friday night is just fun. I I really like it. I'm glad they're doing it. Um, And I'll be watching Friday night, but I will not be here on Sunday. So have a great show. We'll see you next week. See you, Mikey. Have a good one.